Home health services in South Lafourche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ready for an oil change? We can help get the right protection at the right price. Right now, you can get five quarts of Valvoline Daily Protection or Valvoline Max Life High Mileage Motor Oil with an STP oil filter for just $28.99. Visit one of our 6,000 stores or order from AutoZone.com for same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. It is hour number two, the sports hangover, your New Orleans Pelicans taking on the Phoenix Suns tonight. Pels last night lost to the Jazz 115-104. It's a tough stretch. No other way to look at it for the Birds right now as they lose 104-115 and drop the 13-24 and on the year. I almost feel, and we'll talk with Christian Clark here at 215, like you just, just, just get through it. Does that make sense? Just... Just kind of get through it here in this stretch. It's um, it's a tough one. So when you look at the stretch, you have the Suns tonight on a back-to-back. Again, they're a pretty good team. And Thursday is the Golden State Warriors. They're a pretty good team. So you just want to kind of get through this stretch. And the reason why I, I say that, too, is because I, I don't want to, you know, like, like I'd be like, hey, um, You, you know, it's like kind of one of those things where you're you're hoping that you're not, you know, losing faith and hope and stuff. You got plenty of season to go and things of that nature. So, uh, leading things off though here in our number two, at Coach Ron Hunter, the Tulane Green Wave. You can always go check out, of course, Tulane basketball over at TulaneGreenWave.com. Coach, good afternoon, sir. Thank you for joining us before you head on back out on the road. How are you? Hey, buddy. How you doing? Doing fantastic. Um, congrats, two and zero to start the conference slate, Coach. First time since 2014-15 since that has happened. But before we get to that, 22 days before you played Memphis uh, because of COVID, that you guys didn't play or practice. What was that situation like for y'all? You know, the, the last two or three months, as you know, has has been tough for us. You know, when when we we came from the summer and and we got in school and then we hit right away with the hurricane. 
and uh, was displaced for 20-plus days. Uh, uh, then you come back, you feel good about yourself, and, and then COVID hits. And I, I thought that I just did a terrible job after during the hurricane. I was so consumed about getting the physical ready that I didn't get our guys ready mentally to play. And I think that showed early if you could look at our close losses. And so uh, when COVID came and we had another long layoff, I decided to do just the opposite, try to get our guys ready mentally to play. So whenever we came back, we were ready. And, and I thought that's, that really helped us more than anything. And so, you know, even, you know, coaching for 30-plus years, I was able to learn that, some, you know, again, if you don't have a mental right, you can't get the physical together. And so that's why during that time I thought it made us ready to play when, when we were ready to play Memphis. Hmm. That's interesting because I guess it's kind of one of those things. I was talking to Corey Glover, voice of the Tulane Green Wave, the week before you guys played Memphis, and I said, hey, look, here's conference play, and I almost always hear coaches say, as you start conference play, Coach Hunter, it's, you know, it's a new season, right? So I guess there is always that mental aspect of trying to flip a switch mentally, knowing that, okay, you've been prepping for now what's going to be the, the real slate of games. Yeah, you know that the whole the whole new season thing is that it's coach speak. To be honest with you, uh, because mm-hmm. again, it's, it's you know if if when when things are going well, it's easier to say that, and then when things aren't, you kind of like, well, let's start it over again. And so I think the important part of it is that you know we've had so many breakups and so many stops and starts in in, in the last three months that you know we've had like four new seasons. So I mean, that's why I wanted to make sure that we were mentally ready to play. And there were some guys that were physically ready that play that I didn't play because I didn't think mentally they had gone they, they were ready yet to get on the court so that's part of my job to be able to do that and, and and each day we're getting better and and what I'm starting to see now you know we're a confident basketball team right now and so that that's the next stage that a part that part so you know you add all those things together and you know because we you know we're going to go to East Carolina we're not quite sure they're going to be able to play and so I got to mm-hmm. make sure that no matter who we play the next time we play that we're ready to play. Five and six on the season. Speak with Coach Ron Hunter of the Tulane Green Wave. Two and zero though to start conference play. Take us back to that night, December 29th, Wednesday. You're hosting Memphis. We, we all know the streak, right? It's been a while uh, since Tulane beat Memphis, and I understand. Look, everybody is dealing with different things, expectations, or how good this team is. Bottom line: when the ball gets tipped off, Coach, it's who's going to win that game. How important was it to a snap that streak mentally, as we're talking about mental aspects of things, but also to close out a game? Well, one of the things that, we, you know, again, we didn't know anything about the streak, and I didn't want to talk to the guys about any streak. I thought it was important that uh, we just came out, we just came to play. And we just talked about, right before we came out, we talked about, you know what, let's be appreciative that we got this opportunity to play. We had just, we had just gotten three games taken away from us because of COVID. And so you never know when you're going, you know, again, when things can be taken away from you. So let's appreciate that opportunity to play. We didn't get a lot of practice time. And I thought we played that play. We, 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 we played with um, a sense of freedom, to be honest with you. Just happy to be out on the floor and, and not making excuses about, you know, hey, listen, this thing's happened to us or this thing happened to us. That so we just came out ready to play. And, and then to go through the game and get a lead. And then, you know, we had so many close games uh, early in the mm-hmm. season. And to finally get one that we're – you know, the kind of the ball bounced our way, and we were able to kind of win the game at the end. Speak with head coach Ron Hunter of the Tulane Green Wave. Coach, one of the other aspects I want to touch on, too, is when you win games, you have obviously players are, are making plays. And when you look at some of the guys that are making plays for you, Coach, uh, you know, it's interesting. Obviously, you can look at guys like uh, Jalen Cook 
playing well, being recognized by the conference. But when I was talking to Corey Glory about it, he goes, ask him about Kevin Cross and, and why he's so important to this offense. Why is the coach so important? Well, you know, he leads us in assists. And, and he, you know, again, everything that we do goes through Kev. And, again, as well as Cook is playing, the MVP of my team right now is Kevin Cross. Uh, because, again, what he has to do inside, what he has to do to initiate our offense, uh, when he speeds up, it speeds our offense up, and that's not sometimes a good thing. And so when he's playing at that pace and he's making great decisions, because there aren't many bigs in the country that can guard him off the dribble. And so when he's making great plays from the perimeter, uh, it just makes our game really good. And then if you go smaller, then we can kind of go inside and we can post him up. So uh, we can play different styles because of Kevin Cross. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because obviously one of the aspects of it is you got to score to win basketball games, coach, but you got to defend there as well. And in that game against Cincinnati, that you did a good job on the glass, right? Several guys almost getting double digit rebounds. How is, is that something that you thought you could maybe do going into the season? Well, we, we you know, we, we, we're, you know, it's funny. We're not, we're not going to be what you call a great rebounding team where the numbers are going to say that. But again, well, we, we want to make sure that we're rebounding and we're getting rebounds at the, at the most important time. Um, I've always said rebounding is probably one of the most overrated stats that you have out there because again, uh, you, it doesn't kind of affect, you know, what you're doing defensively with steals, turnovers and some of the things of that nature. So, um, we're getting better at that. But, again, what we want to be able to do is that our, our, our defense, we know it has to cause problems. It's, 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 it's the makeup of our basketball team. Yes, we have to score, but mm-hmm. it, our identity is playing defense. And so when we're playing defense, we feel like that we can play with anybody in the country. Uh, and then we let the offense kind of take care of itself. But if we're good every night defensively, it gives us a chance to win games. I got you. And it probably helps, especially like in that game against Cincy when, you know, uh, it, it, Say the offense goes cold like you guys did in the second half. Shots weren't yeah. falling nearly as much. Seasons pass, perhaps, coach. That that probably turns into an L, even though you you lose. You know you had a huge lead going into halftime there, but you can always fall back on that defense. Is that a message you tell you guys? Yeah, we did. Uh, and the other message is that you know a lot of times with young people, you once you get a twenty six point lead, you kind of relax. And we were right. trying. You know, first half we were, you know we played to win the game. Second, we were just trying to get the game over with. And so I think when you start to do that, especially on the road, when you're at home, you can kind of sustain that. But on the road, you know, when the crowd gets into it and they start making the run. Mm-hmm. But we went five minutes where we were hitting without a basket. And that was a key game. That was a key injury of the game. When you can go five minutes and hold a team without a basket and they're trying to make a run, it makes the run really hard. Because at some point you're going to score, and we were able to get that done and we are able to hold our lead. So as you mentioned, you guys head on over to ECU, seeing if you guys can continue to play and and, and move the streak to three and zero to start the season. When you play the Pirates, and if you play the Pirates tomorrow, what kind of basketball team are they? They're good. They're nine and three. They play extremely well at home. Uh, Joe Dooley does a great job. He's a, he's a tremendous coach, and uh, you know he always has his kids ready to play. And so um, since I've been there, you know we we have one there since I've been head coach here, and so. Uh, mm-hmm. We we know we got our work cut out for them, and, and you know the challenging part is we don't know if you're going to play, who's going to play for them. Uh, you know we've been in that situation, and we know it's tough. So and we know we'll have his kids ready. So you know, regardless of the situation, my job is to make sure we just get our kids ready mentally to play. Is that one of the tougher aspects of game planning that you, as you mentioned at the start of our interview here? coach that you can still learn things despite 30 plus years of coaching you can't really prep for something like this huh what COVID's kind of tossed your way it's we're, we're so in the world of sports we, we need to be routine based we like to be routine based so when you kind of alter the routine 
I mean, I, I don't know how difficult I think a lot of people understand what that is. When you're traveling and you don't know if you're getting there, you're going to play or not. And when you get there, you don't know who's going to play. It makes game planning a little more difficult, doesn't it? Oh, there's no question. Absolutely. You know, again, I've been in this business close to 35 years. and uh, I've never gone through anything like this in the last year or two. And, uh, it, you know, for a guy and, and, and every coach that I know, college professional, you're, you're, you're in a routine all the time. Mm-hmm. And when your routines change, uh, you better be able to adapt. I think the difference in coaching right now, if you can't adapt, you're going to really struggle. And that, I think that's the big thing. You've got to be able to adapt. You got to adapt to the kids. You got to adapt to the situation. You got to adapt to the environment. Uh, even here, when I came to Tulane, adapting to weather with hurricanes and some of those things. And so, being able to adapt now is probably more than than than, than the X and O's, to be honest with you. See, Coach, the the hurricane earlier in the year was just a way to prepare you for for the start <laughs> of the right. conference slate here. That's all that was. Yeah, you know, look, COVID's been an e- it's an equalizer, right? Everyone's going through it, and and look, the the game that you started conference play out Memphis, they didn't play for a bit as well. So, I think that is an interesting, I think, thing to keep an eye on throughout the season. Which staff, which university, which players handle change the best? Because it it's it's coming. You're 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 going to have to adapt. You're right. Oh, there's no question. And if you fool yourself and think it's not going to happen, then you won't be prepared when it happens. And so I, there's mm-hmm. no question uh, how you deal with it. And and, uh, and and not so much how you deal with that game, but, you know, the wins and the losses, how do you deal with it? You know, and so as a coach, you know, again, how you how, how you how are you after a win or a loss after, you know, you might not have all your guys in that regard. And so, so it's just a lot that, uh, you know, that, that – you know, and in the coaching one-on-one book that was that, that was never presented in the '80s when I when I decided to get in this business, but uh, uh, we're figuring it out on the fly and uh, trying to do as best we can. Uh, I guess final thing for you, coach, the importance obviously of getting to a, a good start here. Three of the first five on the road, and then obviously the, the message for Uptown New Orleans is come on out and support you guys because uh, you, you might be making some noise this year, right? But it all starts just about one game at a time. Did that coach speak? Did I do well there? Yeah, very, very good, Coach Speak. I like that. A plus on that, and uh, uh, definitely a plus. Again, we, we, you know, we would love to uh, have our fans come out. You know, we're, we're East Carolina. I know I have a nice crowd, and you know, your, our kids are playing in Cincinnati, and boy, that crowd really got rolling and got them back in the game. And and so, uh, you know, we know we got a lot of games early, but uh, we would love to come back on Saturday afternoon and and have a nice crowd Saturday afternoon and cheer for these kids. Yep, Saturday, three p.m. University of Florida is the next time. Uh, your guys will be over in Uptown New Orleans over at Fulgham Arena, Devlin Fieldhouse, and the game will also be on ESPNU, but you can go check it out, of course, in person at 3 p.m. Coach, uh, safe travels, good luck, and nice to be talking to you about a nice 2-0 and start in conference play. We'll be talking soon. Uh, yep, thank you, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. Go follow Tulane Men's Basketball over on Twitter at GreenWaveMBB is the way to do so as well, and, of course, the athletic website, TulaneGreenWave.com. Again, uh, LSU taking on Kentucky. Nichols will play later on this week. And as we transition to college basketball, we're going to try to do what we did with college football. It's a little more difficult because games are during the week and there's travel and things of that nature. But we're going to try to get all of these head basketball coaches from UNO to Southeastern to, you know, obviously the Colonels and LSU, Tulane, all of those. And you can hear we'll wait on Tuesdays. Uh, with, with with T-Bob and Hester. So um, we're going to be trying to do that throughout the the college basketball season to get updates on all of these college basketball teams as well. So that is our goal. That is what we'll try to do. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, 
We will hear from the Pelicans locker room as they fell last night to the Kings 115-104. What head coach Willie Green had to say to Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. holidays from Greg LeBlanc Toyota. It's a festive time of year and you can celebrate with fresh new inventory arriving daily. There's great holiday deals at Greg LeBlanc. Amazing stocking stuffers like keys to the all new redesigned 2022 Tundra. It may be cold outside, but these holiday deals are red hot and won't last long. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Santa may have the sleigh, but Greg's got the holiday deals. Shop now. The largest diamond store in Louisiana has one of America's largest selections of engagement rings. But you aren't restricted to just that huge selection. We also encourage you to look online. And bring us engagement ring images on your cell phone. When you've got it narrowed down to just one or two that are almost perfect. Show them to us. Together, we'll figure out how to make it just a little bit different. So that you can have a custom. One of a kind. Unique in all the world engagement ring. Unique in all the world. I like the sound of that. And everyone she knows is going to love the look of it. Creating custom, one-of-a-kind engagement rings has been in the Ramsey's DNA since before I was born. Our father, Bob Ramsey, my grandfather, was usually famous for his custom rings way back in the 1950s. We're just continuing the family tradition. Come to Ramsey's and look around. You're going to like being here. You're going to have Fun. The largest diamond store in Louisiana is Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers on veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. When you enter the playoffs, those are must-win games. This past weekend was a must-win game. This weekend's a must-win game. Must-win games. That is um, a phrase that we hear a lot, right? Fans and media here as well. Coach Sean Payton touching on the philosophy of that and how his team got ready for that. Uh, We'll get into a little bit more of that discussion here at the bottom of the hour. But I want to touch on the game last night, 115-104. Again, the Pels do take on the Phoenix Suns tonight. They lost last night, 115 to 104 Suns coming up at seven o'clock tonight again it's a tough part of the schedule as I was saying earlier in the show to me just get through it it's just the easiest way that I can think of to kind of look at where you are right now it is one of those things where uh, there's the Warriors it's the Suns and the Jazz just here and, and last night you, you went out there and, and look, I, I thought for a while it was sort of a game that could be had. And you had a slow start from Brandon Ingram in his first game back. 
in his return. And you really didn't get a lot. Josh Hart, I think, was, was scoreless for a while in that first half. It just, you didn't get a lot of offensive help there at first. And, but you were going back and forth, right? He didn't even have a lead or you had a lead. And you're down, what, five at halftime. You had a chance in that game. Here's head coach Willie Green afterwards as the team just struggled to, to really kind of get going. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It's it's part of basketball. Um, been out for a while. We haven't been able to practice and prepare like we we normally do, and uh, we're just not continuing to knock some rust off. As far as the Jazz go, you know it, it's tough. Uh, all teams are dealing with it, but the fact of the matter is, is we had our guys out there. Um, credit to to Utah, they came in and played a, a great game. Um, we're, we're a little rusty though. And, and I think that's again, probably the reference to, you know, Brandon Ingram and trying to get him going into some sort of rhythm. He managed to get going at some point and, and finish the night with 10 points, but three of 18 shooting just struggled to really get the ball going in there. One of seven from downtown. Herb Jones, 11 points and 30 minutes, Valanciunas 25 and 30 minutes, nine rebounds as well. Devontae Graham had 11 points. Josh Hart had 15 points eventually. But he started out slow. Uh, as far as the bench, Clark got you two, Temple five, Hernan Gomez two, Jackson Hayes eight. Had some nice minutes though. Eight points, six rebounds, an assist, a block in 13 minutes. He's doing that through the season. That, that's progress. Right? That's progress. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 13 points in 24 minutes as well. Head coach Willie Green, touching on a play that angered some folks. And it was the no call. If you saw the game, you know what I'm talking about. I just felt like Brandon got fouled. And it happened a number of times, and I voiced my frustration about it. And just wanted to let them know, like, you Look, our guys are driving to the basket too. Um, and we're getting hit just like their guys. And we, we, we deserve those calls when we attack the basket. Uh, and look, not normally what I do, but uh, you know, I just, I felt like this was a time where Brandon actually got hit. That's what I saw and I said something about it. I think one of the things that was frustrating yesterday too and might have texted Daniel, Jordan, Todd, General D was at the game. <laughs> I texted several people. They, there were some plays that you just, you know, we talked about it yesterday in the show. Getting go bared. That, that was just one element of it. And I'm not saying the refs took this game. That, that is not what I'm saying. It just makes it harder when they can be a lot more physical than you can. I literally, I think, text Todd. It was the last time I heard from him in the evening when I said, does he literally shove people every play? Like every time a Pels player would drive, the right forearms extended into the chest. There's a foot coming out. I'm serious. Like if you just watch off the ball, what's going on there as well? It's just, it's just frustrating. So Pels by the quarter won the first quarter 24-23. Lost the second quarter, 29-25, which is why, again, like I said, it, 
I, I felt like that game was, was there at halftime, right? 30 to 28 in the 30. It was there as well in the fourth quarter. Just couldn't make enough plays. They were outscored 33 to 27. Josh Hart after the game says, uh, you know, when, when you didn't have a lot of these players playing, like Brandon Ingram and even Hart missing some time, it, it, you heard Willie Green say rust was the word that he was using. It, it's tough. I, I think it comes with the territory for the season. So, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, we've got to keep pushing, um, you know, get, get in the gym as much as we can and, and keep it moving. So, you know, it's a tough one, but, uh, you know, beautiful, beautiful thing about the league. We got another one tomorrow. Indeed. And tonight, of course, is the Suns. Another thing from Josh Hart, though, is he did touch on seeing Willie Green get mad. You heard Willie say it's not his thing to argue calls, but what was it like? I'm going to keep my money. But, uh, I mean, it's, no, I'm happy I didn't get attacked because I was close. But, um, I mean, the thing about basketball, uh, the game, it's never perfect. And, uh, I'm never perfect. Willie's never perfect. Um, the referees are never going to be perfect. And, and we know that. So we got to go out there and just control what we control. That's our energy. That's our communication. Um, and our concentration. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, some days you're going to get the whistle. Some days you're not going to get the whistle. You know, it, it is what it is, but you know, we got to focus on controlling what we can control, and that's the only thing we can. <sighs> Look, again, I, I'm not at all saying that the rest stole this game and there was a reason, but it, again, it just makes it difficult, and um, it, it can be frustrating. So I, I think it's important. We talked last week going into that game at Milwaukee, the way the Pels were playing, 800-998-1003. As you see the Lions starting to comment probably on that no call. But it, I think one of the things that we see is a move like that by Willie Green kind of shows that, you know, you got your players back and it's okay to do that here as well, quite honestly, whether it's a T or whatever. I mean, look, I was watching the, the broadcast and Antonio Daniels brought up a good point as well that Jackson Hayes had a clean block. They called it goaltending. They had to challenge it, review it. Now you agree with him. I think it's kind of ridiculous. And it's not just because it was the Pels that we're talking about here. It's um, more of, um, it, it's, it's more of how can you challenge something? It should be like the NFL. If you challenge something and you win it, you shouldn't lose that challenge. That doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense to me. Here's a challenge opportunity. Great, but you can't do it anymore. That's, that doesn't make sense to me. No, right? You should be able to challenge something if you think it, I mean, if, if, if the rules are there and you've set the, the rules to be able to do so, then you should not be able to or you shouldn't lose your challenge. You made the wrong call. Why? Like, like Antonio Daniels was saying it on, on the broadcast yesterday. Um, why are you being penalized for your mistake? And it's okay for mistakes. That's why there's replay. But in the NFL, if you challenge, literally the official says after further review, the call's been overturned or whatever. The result of the play is, and then he will say the, the team's name. The New Orleans Saints will not be charged a timeout, right? 
Like, why, why would you lose your challenge? That doesn't make much sense to me at all when you think about it. 800-998-1003. One more from Josh Hart. And then uh, we'll hit the break and go to Cajun Goat here. But Josh Hart said, look, one of the things that's been impressive has been Herb Jones. As again, he had a nice stretch in the game where he's so important right now. Um, it's extremely impressive. He's someone who takes a challenge every night regarding, uh, you know, one of the top players on our team. Um, he does an amazing job of using his length, using his physicality to his advantage. And, you know, that's just a, a product of that. So, and, and he's a really smart basketball player, knowing where to get, you know, what spots to get to and those kind of things. So, um, it's very impressive. You know, hopefully tomorrow he makes it 16 or whatever it is. And then, you know, keeps, keeps that one going. But, uh, his defense this year has been, you know, been amazing. I think it's really, um, worthy of an all defensive team. Yep. Continuing to, uh, do that as well. Remember, he was tied the last time they were here at home with Anthony Davis, 13 consecutive. So there you go. He's, uh, now at 15 as he had a block in Milwaukee, had a block in last night's game facing the Suns tonight. Kendra Goat will come to you right out of the breaks to sports hangover on your home for Pelicans basketball. <laughs> Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ready for an oil change? We can help get the right protection at the right price. Right now, you can get five quarts of Valvoline Daily Protection or Valvoline Max Life High Mileage Motor Oil with an STP oil filter for just $28.99. Visit one of our 6,000 stores or order from AutoZone.com for same-day store pickup or next-day delivery. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 
Several players have been saying that Herb Jones is going to be in the, the league for quite some time here. Last night, Donovan Mitchell uh, saying Herb Jones is going to be in this league for a long time. Every time we've played him, he's made it tough on me. He's a hell of a kid. I mean, we're the same age, but whatever. Mike Hunley on Herb Jones. He's guarding some of the best players in the league. Guys like Donovan, the way he moves, it's obviously he's a natural defender, but he seems like he really watches film and really studies the game. It's been fun to compete against him. It's a lot of high praise. That's going to really help and come a long way when you're making all defensive teams, maybe even all-star games at one point, because players' inputs have a lot of voices in it, and he's earning the respect of a lot of really good players. Cajun Goat, thank you for joining the show, sir. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing great. Happy New Year, Gus. I didn't Happy get to New talk Year. To you uh-huh. And, uh, man, I tell you what, I, I'm, I'm very proud of this team right now, uh, Gus. Uh, you know, I've had, uh, I've had my problems with them in the past and everything, but I, I do like the way they're playing, and I think they're getting more consistent. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I think they're getting more consistent. But what you've seen last night, what you're definitely still missing, that we've talked about over the last few seasons, and that is shooting. The mm-hmm. difference in the game is, when Bondanovich is sitting out by the three-point line, you know it's going in. When one of our guys is sitting by himself at the three-point line, you just pray. <laughs> so, I mean, I think that's the difference in the game, too, because I, I, I really felt like they played well. I even thought that uh, even Alvarado, I've I seen a couple guys saying, uh, you know, he gotta, he's got to show up better, but I thought he played well. I thought the second team coming off the bench last night kind of gave the team a lift. If, if we had a problem, it was actually with the starters, you know, just being off. Uh, but I didn't think the the bench hindered us, and I didn't think they hindered us uh, too much in the last game either. You know, we were just mm-hmm. outgunned, you know, guys that could shoot the ball better than we can. Consistent, consistency, right, like you're saying. I mean, look, and, and, and that's why when you look at the box score, and it was nice that Nikhil got 13. And that's what I'm saying. I, I don't expect 23, 25 every night, especially if he's coming off of the bench. 13 and 24 minutes. That, you know, that's a big help for sure. It, it's just the consistency and really the timing of that as well. Like I, and I say that in terms of, yes, at the end of the night, BI is in double digits. At the end of the night, Josh Hart's in double digits. But in that first or second quarter, maybe we could have built a double digit lead. You didn't have a lot of contributions for those two players. And again, I understand the rust element of it, but it's to your point that you're saying it's that the Pels offensively have to be clicking. If not, it makes it a little bit harder on them because of, like you're saying, you don't have that consistent assassin, that, that consistent person that the second he touches it open or not, it's likely going in, right? Yeah, and we've been getting a lot of wide open shots. And let's, let's also, we could have had a double digit lead if we hit our free throws. How many times did Josh Hart go to the line last night? Man, I, I think he hit one free throw maybe out of eight one of or four. something. One of, uh, one of four. Yeah. The, the Pelicans were 14 of 22. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the shooting has been, like, very inconsistent. Well, I thought he was playing well and starting to get his shot down before he hurt his ankle. And the same thing with uh, with B.I. B.I. was shooting well before he got injured. Now, now they got to come back off the injury and, you know, they kind of cold as ice but i mean i guess to be expected uh uh and uh, another thing i want you to find out i don't know what happened but i really love this kid harper that played the other night a couple nights back Uh, oh short guy just like alvarado i I know you Uh i mean point guard this guy played great what happened to him gus 
Uh, coach's decision, Alvarado played 12 minutes, had a point. Actually, here's Willie Green on Jose. Came in, he he ran the offense. Uh, he's a he's a very sound defensive player, got up in the guys, and, and Conley and the Mitchell and those guys, Clarkson. Um, for the minutes that he played, he came in and impacted the game. So, again, you know, I think it was because of COVID that you didn't use them the game that that you did go with Harper there, but – uh, again, I think it's going to be one of those situations where, hey, who's available and who's earned whatever trust that you need to from Coach Green. But yeah, look, he came in that game and he was instrumental in winning that game. I mean, don't make you know, no no bones about it. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm thinking <laughs> both those little guys over Sato any day because uh, I've seen Alvarado can actually shoot the ball. Gus, I know he struggled a little bit last night at the free throw line and everything, mm-hmm. but he just got off of COVID. But I watched this kid shoot the ball. He can actually really shoot the ball. That's not what he's. That's not what he's there for. I mean, he is a great facilitator too. Uh, he had a nice lob to, to Jackson, you know, to the rim, and and he plays under control. I guess is what I'm saying. And he seems like another guy that's a high IQ guy. And we need a bunch of those. Uh, yeah. And look, I, I would say overall, Cajun Goat, the basketball IQ of this team is progressing, right? Wouldn't you say that? Like, I feel like. Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably why I'm more satisfied with them. Yeah. Maybe yeah, why absolutely. I feel like even in this loss, I'm not like, man, we should have won that game if the coach wouldn't have did, but the coach is doing a yeah. wonderful job. I got to say thing, that. Goat, it's all in the I, coaching I think, and those guys don't quit. I, right. And that's what I want to, that's what I was going to say. Look, I, you're not where you wanted to be this season, right? I mean, I, no doubt. I mean, Pels fans, I don't want, I don't want to upset you when I say, hey, at least you're, you're seeing them be competitive. I, I understand Pels fans are, are past the point of, well, at least we're competitive. I know you want wins. I know you want playoffs. I, I get that. Believe me, I do too. Um, but when you don't have, you know, who around and then BIs miss some time, you have to look at it. Okay, well, what can you do, right, Cajun Go, to kind of keep the ship afloat? And and that's why I was saying, get through the stretch right now. I keep saying that because this is a tough stretch. Milwaukee, they're pretty good. You lost. Utah, they're pretty good. You lost. Phoenix, they're really good. Let's see what happens. Golden State, they're one of the stories of the year this year. Let's see what happens on Thursday. If you can just escape this this four-game stretch, hopefully you can win some. Look, Toronto, Minnesota, L.A., Brooklyn, Boston, New York, Indiana, Philly. There's, I'm not going to say they're, they're winnable games, but you, you can sort of what you know right the ship, get back to not being rusty, what have you. And the reason I say that is because when you take a look at where you were, despite starting 1-9, and nine, Cajun Goat, you're somehow with an earshot, a Nerf football throw away, from the tenth spot, so you know, I mean, if you can start one and nine, and then prior to the stretch, be within earshot. Look, go play hard. Hopefully, you can win some games, and and then you get back back at it. And again, I just and, and I'm not saying you can't win these games. You're just undermanned shooting wise. Like I Gillespie just feel saying. like this. I, mean, I, I think yeah. you can win. I think you can win a game tonight. And I've never felt like that before. I would usually see this stretch and say, oh, my God, when will we win our next one? But I can't say that about this team. Because if this mm-hmm. team actually shoots the ball well or has a guy 
that could get hot. Let's take games like the Clipper game when Valanciunas got hot from the three-point line. Or let's take the game that, that before Nall got sick when he went off in the game. When these we have guys that can perform like that, it seems like we beat guys by a lot of points. And I think this is the thing with this team. This team can beat any one of these teams that they're playing. The problem is, who's going to make the shots? And, 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 and it's not the defense. It used to be, well, we can't guard the perimeter. Man, right. when Herb is in the game, Herb is the difference. Him and Josh Hart in the game, Josh Hart used to be the difference by himself. But that defense mm-hmm. has picked up tremendously. I think, they've, I think they've done a wonderful job. I know I see a couple guys out of place here and there. You're not going to be perfect, Gus. But I think sure. the defense is not the problem anymore. I think the problem is the offense. The problem is a guy that can get scoring. Somebody get somebody that can that can score the ball, you know. Uh, but I think whenever they are more aggressive in scoring, they they score better. Like uh, when you don't have, I find this, the offense struggles when the good guys are on the floor. When you have a Brandon Ingram and Valanciunas, it seems like some of these guys pass up whenever these guys wasn't playing. If you watched how hard they were playing and how much. They were getting the ball, passing the ball around. How they made the comeback against the the Cavaliers. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the the offense still needs to flow that way. I just think they just got to figure it out. You know, uh, notice when they forced the ball to Valanciunas when they knew they needed to get it to him instead of making the ball flow to Valanciunas. It's, I don't know. Right. It's just different little things that I think they need to work on. But I think if this team can shoot better, I think that record's going to go through the roof, Gus, because – I mean, they play so hard, and, and they also got such great defense, but you can't miss a slam dunk under the goal, Jackson Hayes. That was the craziest-looking thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And, you, you know, you know, can't and, miss and that's the opportunity. And, 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 yeah, and, and, and again, when you're trying to win games in general, much less against teams that are in the upper echelon of the Western Conference, right? those those things can't happen. And, and I know, man, you can't be perfect. You can't make every shot. You can't make all – it's just – that's where you are right now when you, you, you don't have Zion. B.I. is just coming back. Because to your point, I, I thought before B.I. went out with ankle soreness and he was playmaking and facilitating it and you were starting to get that rhythm and that role and things of that nature. So I think you can find that's why I said just trudge through these four games. It, it's tough. I, I You know, I'm not saying you can't. Cajun Goat, you got belief today. That's good. Um, I just know that some of these teams you're playing right now they have shooting at the wazoo. You know what I'm saying? So it's like not saying yeah, I got you, but I, I but, really but, feel but I really feel now that yeah. they're going to win tonight. I, I yeah. have a good feeling about the Suns. They always give the Suns trouble, and uh, I don't think I think the Suns got decent shooters. It's all if you keep Booker uh, and Bridges uh, at bay. If you could keep Booker and Bridges at bay on that team, I think you can do well. Uh, and I think we have the defenders to do it. I think we have Josh Hart, and I think you have. Uh, I think uh, the way Herb Jones is playing, I think we can hold him down. We just need to make shots. If we can make the shots, I think we win this game tonight, Gus. If they win tonight, um, 12-01 tomorrow, Cajun Goat, you're leading the show with a gigantic pat on your back because you're calling me. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm going to open the show. I'm going to play the Wednesday Open, you know, and after we hear hump day, yeah. I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, the Cajun goat, profit, and then you're just going to go ahead and give give your thing. Oh, and that's a definite win, man. Just chalk it up. I'll see you tomorrow for twelve oh one. Sounds good. Appreciate that. All right, sir. guys. Have a great day, man. Uh, for sure. You know what? On that note, who wants to go to the 
Phoenix Suns Pelicans game. If you want, go ahead and wake up, buddy. He's probably taking his little afternoon siesta, so go ahead and give him a buzz. 800 998 1003. He's not sleeping. I just joked. 800 998 1003. Suns Pels got four tickets. If you want to go, call now. When we come back, we'll hear from the intern as well. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori. And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe's Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff Tibbet. Fushaw, Abbeville, and Reserve. Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet from Etel Business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received HealthGrade's 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. Once more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things. Our commitment to quality and your satisfaction. Both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional, once again recognized by Health Grades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance. It's a storm of entertainment that brings down the house. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Welcome back, Sports Hangover. Just like that, the tickets have been given away. Jordan, it's a good thing I can Ready? see you via the Zoom call because I wanted to make sure that you didn't call in as Klebear Jordan or That's what I was Jordan to do. Dean or something. You, you're That's not eligible to win those tickets, by the way. That's the only reason why I'm calling you right now. Is that all? No, that's not the only I reason. I know, I know. Question of the day, sir. Yeah, it's quite simple. We do it for your New Orleans Saints whenever they play over the weekend. But we're doing it for your LSU Fighting Tigers as they take on Kansas State in the Tax Act Texas Bowl. Give us your uh, keys to the game and score predictions. You can comment at ESPN Radio NOLA over on Twitter or call in 800-998-1003. 
Jordan, when you, you listen to Cajun Goat there and kind of say that as well, it, it's interesting. I don't think many people after a one and nine start would say, and you know Cajun Goat. I mean, Cajun Goat's, you know, I mean, he's called for management changing. I mean, head coach changing, trading players. So he's followed this team and it's been critical. But for him to say that, a fan uh, of the team, that I have, I have confidence that we can play tonight, maybe even win. That I think that that's pretty indicative of how people feel about where Willie Green is putting this team, right? I mean, and, I, and you heard what I was saying to him. I'm not saying we should be satisfied that we're competitive. That's that's not where people want this team to be, and I understand. That. I don't think that's where this organization wants to be. Can you just be competitive? But you can't win games if you're not competitive. You can't win games if you don't play close to the same style of basketball every night. And again, I, I am watching that game in the first half. I'm texting you. I'm texting General D. I'm like, this game can be had. For me to be able to say that with Brandon Ingram, we had to get like zero points or, or two. Josh Hart had zero at the time that I was texting this late in the second. That That's a pretty good indicator how how this team is growing and getting better, right? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's weird to say that a rookie is one of your best players on the team no as doubt. Of right now. In no doubt. Jones. I mean, I think he's easily, my opinion, I think he's your best defensive player that you have on the court whenever he's whenever he's playing. It's just what he does against um, high-caliber opponents. When, if it was Giannis Antetokounmpo a few nights ago, I mean, he kind of locked Giannis down. I, I know Giannis still you know, went off, but there was a few times where he stole the ball right from underneath him, probably one or two times. And you don't see that often uh, from Giannis. So seeing a, a rookie do that and also seeing a rookie do it on both sides of the floor, not only on defense, but on offense where he's not afraid to go to the basket and it draws some contact to get that foul. And um, I know, uh, you know, some of his teammates and so, some of the coaches are kind of, you know, a little bit upset right now because he's not getting those calls. But again, that is that whole, maturation process through the NBA where you have to earn those calls throughout your career. No doubt. And and I think one of the things that uh, I, I think I'm interested in seeing is obviously Brandon Ingram staying healthy, getting through the stretch. And then, you know, again, if, if, if fans feel that, Hey, they're competitive and being able to, you know, be in a situation where you can play against the sun, be in a game against the jazz and things of that nature. Then again, that's what I'm saying. Get through the stretch. Cause I, I think you, you can be in games with some of the other teams. So one of the other interesting aspects of it here is I'm looking at, uh, I think they're, they're looking at Sunday Cavs at warriors. We yes, play Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. Return. So he's not going to be there that. Thursday. I know there's some fans that were probably wondering if he's coming, not like they need any more weapons, by the way. They're 29 and 7. Suns 28 and 8. The Jazz are 27 and 10. Ladies and gentlemen, the Pelicans are playing seeds 3, 2, and 1 in that order in the stretch, which is why I'm saying I just let, I, I'm interested to see how you, how actually you can compete against them, to be honest with you. I mean, and, uh, I, and you know, I know you split the Jazz going into last night, so they're up 2 1. Um, the Suns are a really good team. And the Warriors are coming up. So I'm in because again, there, there is a distinct level. I think Warriors and Suns and everyone else, the Jazz are good. Grizzlies are fourth. I think you play them well. Good matchup. So, you know, again, I, that's why I said just survive the stretch, right? 
Well, not only that, but you kind of brought up Cajun Goat early in the top, uh, early in the segment, and you kind of touched on health uh, a few seconds ago. And the injury report just came out a few minutes ago, and there's seven players that are going to be out for the Phoenix Suns. So Cajun Goat might be on to something. DeAndre Ayton will be out in tonight's game against the Pelicans. JaVale McGee will be out tonight. So they're right there. They're two of their best centers. Yeah. Um, are out, so I really expect the Pelicans to be attacking the paint hard tonight. And not only that, Jay Crowder is out, one of their better three-point wow. shooters. Yeah, and Landry Shamit. Um, there's some other guys that are out, but those are the uh, the key names mm. that stuck out that stood out to me. Mm. Um, who will not be playing tonight against your New Orleans Pelicans? Too bad Devin Booker or Chris Paul didn't get the Bourbon Street flu. That's the graph would call hey, it. Hey, please look. <laughs> Go, look, if you're the Pelicans, you still you right. still have your big guys. And yeah. Drive to the paint, get that contact, get Booker and CP me in foul trouble early, and you're looking at a you know a hard fought game for your New Orleans Pelicans and the and the Phoenix Suns. Put them in a tough position starting early. Look, man. Like I said, I I like to look at the fact that they're. They're competitive. They're trying, and they're a part of it. And again, that—that's where at the very minimum is what you want, right? Because Jordan last year, when they lost, it wasn't it wasn't good to watch. You know what I'm saying? No. And, and 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 most of their games are just, yeah. It's just I I think we are starting to be able to say this. We I think we've turned the page from more often than not bad basketball. Does that make sense? No, I, you, more often than not, coaches and players like last year, off. Jordan, they couldn't bring the ball up the court. Right, like they, yeah. they couldn't I mean, inbound the ball. We <laughs> lost lost games multiple. <laughs> look at this. Look at look to they your threw left. The ball out of bounds. There's a sheet. The Gus, seats. A the seats. The no. seats on no, the, the front sheet. row. I know you're saying sheet. I'm saying seats. The seats in the front row received more passes from Pelicans point guards, Lonzo Ball, and Bledsoe than players because they routinely would throw it away and it would bounce off of an empty front row seat. Or you're up by six points, ten seconds. While you're up, with six, yes, and, yes. and you lose it. And you lose it. Or you're up Let's six and you can't inbound the ball. The ball. Twice. <laughs> In a row, out of a timeout. Do you line. realize how bad the backcourt was last year? No, it was horrible. I mean, I mean, I mean how I mean, Eric, bad? Eric, Eric, blood bleep and uh, <laughs> Bumzo Ball. Yeah, Bumzo Ball. Bumzo Ball and, and Eric Blood Steven Adams. Who could, and yet, he had Steven Adams. That was another story. Oh. I just, it's a real shame. It's a real shame that he who will not be mentioned. Is it on the team yet playing? And, you know, it's like, it stinks because I do think they're better. I, and I do think they have the right coach. And I would just like to see what it would be like at some I guess, point. I, I mean, if you want to look some at some point, I would just like to see, you know? It's, it's like we've all been kind of saying, take this time to see what you got. I know Pelican yeah. fans don't want to I know, that, I hear you. At the same time, while Zion's out, let's see who else can step up because – Whenever you do kind of grow up in this whole and come together as a team, right. and you do finally make the playoffs, the, these experiences are what you're going to need yeah. come playoff time. And you know, having these guys kind of step up while a main piece, couple of pieces are are out, 
um, I, I think that'll help him in the long run. I, I, tr- I truly believe that. Hmm. Uh, an interesting note that came out today, Baker Mayfield had a ton of injuries that uh, he's dealt with, broken shoulders, I mean, all kinds of different things. Poor Baker. No, that, that didn't sound very uh, very empathetic of you there. No, I, I feel bad for him. Oh, okay, I know. Right, I mean, what, seriously. Did he, did he send an NFL record last night? Yeah. Ten, in, ten incompletions Oh, in for ten. Oh, for ten to start a game. That That's is probably... unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> for ten. Um, Torn Labrum and his uh, non-throwing left shoulder. He's going to go get surgery. He's not playing against the Bengals on Sunday. This per head coach Kevin Stefanski. The surgery could happen as soon as this week. So, um he should be back in time for OTAs to give you an idea of what that's going to be like. So it's going to be an interesting offseason, man. I, I, if I'm the Browns, I, I'll ask you, General Manager Jordan Kleber of the Cleveland Browns, are you giving him a contract extension? I mean, number one pick overall. Of, I, I, I wouldn't give him like a. A ma- like I wouldn't give well, him. A- yeah, well, it's, it's hard. It's hard because look at the quarter. Look at the quarterbacks right. Other I, quarterbacks I understand. Right now, how much better can you truthful, truly get? Well, you and, know? and that's going to be the question to a lot of people. And I want to bring this back up to you that we can talk about here uh, in the in the third hour here as well, Jordan, because you bring up a good po- question. It's not just the Saints. No, like there's a lot of teams. Th- there's the- a good amount of teams. Falcons. Jot it down for me. Top of the hour. Jot down all the teams you think that will be looking to upgrade their quarterback position, including the Raiders. The NFL, NFC, NFC South. Yeah, that including the – yeah, be. absolutely. I mean, Noodle Arm is on his last, you know, feathers yeah. over there in Atlanta. Um, at some point, the Bucks will, and that's why it's so key for the Saints to find their guy and get a head start on everybody. Carolina's still looking for one. So oh. – I mean, it, it, the Saints got to find their guy. And the more I think about it, and the more you look at it, sure, man, it, it's like looking through that window and you're like, man, I really would like that. And there's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, that's shiny. That's, that's kind of nice. Maybe I can't go Aaron, but I can go Russ. But it's going to cost you a lot. That The Seahawks, while they know their time has come, do hold a key. So barring Russell Wilson imploding the situation over there, it's going to cost you a pick or two. And you're going to be in the market where there's going to be a lot of lookers and maybe to upgrade. And again, there are a lot of people that aren't convinced from Derek Carr, the Raiders. I mean, guys where they're playing currently, Baker Mayfield could be one. You know, what if another team wants to go there? Or they're not. Um, who knows what's happening with the Giants? So, yeah, jot down some teams that you think you think they could upgrade, but you just brought up the point. Who's out there? Yeah. Who are you calling? Who are you calling? Like, is it better to go calling Jimmy G? They don't like him over there. They like, don't want him. That's what I'm saying. Well, maybe <laughs> Daniel Jones. Well, they don't want him over there. Carolina. Well, we'll take Sam Darnold. New York. We don't want him. We drafted a quarterback. So is the person you're going to get upgrade somebody that somebody doesn't want already? <laughs> that's a starter. So that's, that's my take on it. But one more NFL news that, uh, Came out this morning as well. The Washington football team, it looks like they will officially announce a new, a name, new name logo. There it is. In a month. A February, month? I don't February want to wait a month. Second, a February month. 2nd, we will get a new name and logo for your Washington football team. 
I, I just thought of some fun names. Maybe we could have some fun with that next hour. All right, Jordan, I will touch base with you again. Let's do 2.30. We'll do 2.30. Sounds good. To okay. Me, Take care. All right. Talk there to goes Jordan, the intern. Hour three is next on ESPN New Orleans. Jimmy Ross and Mary Ann. Jimmy wants to be her man.